Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products. Working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Become the engineer of your own life. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. Transform your product ideas into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. All right, so I love YouTube uh, just as much as anyone, probably more. I would say that I watch YouTube more than I watch regular TV, probably even more than I watch Netflix and any of those other streaming services combined. I really like YouTube. I have the pro YouTube subscription, so I don't see the ads, but I always hear about people being bombarded by ads from these scam artists, these fake gurus, whatever you want to call them. But I'm more interested, and I started really getting into this, searching them, seeing what they're offering, and they're outlandish, like unbelievable offers. Their hooks, the things that they say that they'll do, are mind-blowing, mind-blowingly bad, right? And I think that that's part of a filter mechanism They don't want to have smart people sign up, get disappointed, and take legal action. They want to have people that their offer is so ridiculous that they attract a certain audience, but also that um, when you find out that it's a scam and you tell your friend, they're like, dude, of course that's a scam. You could make $1,000 a day with no investment and an hour of work a day. Why wouldn't everyone do that? Why would people have jobs if you could just use whatever hack method? Uh, But I'm getting really interested in these channels that kind of uh, lampoon or discover these fake gurus and they they talk about all the silly things that they do. It's kind of like, um, to me, a weird version of Insider or TMZ, but for these like internet goofballs. I, I don't know. I really like it. So, I mean, if you get a, uh, if you get a chance, I'll link one in the description that I really like, CoffeeZilla. He's doing live streams every Thursday. Uh, no, I want to say Friday. He rolls into the weekend with like a long live stream, but he also puts out good little videos. They're fun. Uh, It's kind of like the nice version of this. He does interviews uh, with people that maybe used to be associated or used to be in those programs. It's interesting to see like on the other side of that. But why are people listening to fake gurus? Why are people subscribing to these make money online channels? If you type in make money online into YouTube, you are inundated with an avalanche of garbage, right? It's like there's an arms race on who can offer the most ludicrous thing. You know, it it used to be like $100 a day. People would be satisfied with that. Like, oh, I can stay at home and I can make this extra little income. That's great. I mean, everyone could want an extra $100 a day. And I think that that's pretty reasonable. You know, if you wanted to do that, you could sign up for Upwork or maybe Fiverr or something like that, you know, try freelancing, basically take the skills you have for your job and then offer them as a freelancer. And, you know, maybe you can make an extra hundred dollars a day. You'd actually have to work though. And that there's old that old chestnut again, right? So people don't want that, you know, hundred dollars a day. That seems so wimpy when you could make 250 or $500 a day, you know, selling weird online courses on making online courses or forex trading. I think the goofiest thing right now is the forex trading because it's 
it's like real is everybody there is currency exchanges there are foreign stock markets like it is a real thing and uh but you know bear in mind that very very smart people like nobel laureates in economics have tried to do forex training and like they've gone bankrupt right whole countries like the country of thailand there's a guy that disrupted their market so the value of the currency went to zero right it's difficult and unpredictable and people who are the smartest people smartest investors on earth try to do it and they could lose their shirt so i don't think that a multi-level marketing scheme that involves mindset and social media posting like they've cracked the code right like mit's working on it but like your buddy in uh, mexico or in canada that you know from instagram he's like discovered the secret like he's he's cracked the code like they know what everyone on wall street doesn't know you know it's like so awesome to me and so amazing and uh yeah i like following the channels that kind of break into that stuff but more importantly i want to know like why we love scams like why as human beings why do people fall for these scams and it's easy to write it off and say like oh people are just looking for a shortcut they're looking for an easy way out they're looking for easy money i think that's universal that's built into the nature of our brain right and our brain's kind of searching for opportunities and it's looking for that snack it's looking for that meal and it's looking for that easy thing and yeah value in the long run is from doing the hard thing right putting ourselves under the stress building skill building resilience building the discipline going out there and hunting the big game sure right but it would be nice every once in a while if you could just like walk out of your cave grab a bite to eat and be safe right and that kind of plays on that that piece of our backwards evolutionary nature right there is like i'm going to go out and i can just do this one little trick i can do this one thing and i can win and you know if it, it kind of fails a basic acid test is like if it was that simple like wouldn't people know how to do it right away and then it would be ruined it wouldn't matter that that idea would proliferate so quickly like everyone would be doing it and then it would either be illegal or it wouldn't work i'll give you a reason why this is the case is that there's there's lots of techniques out there for making money but they're so commonplace that we just think that's how money works right this holds us at a certain level but jobs are kind of like that trick you show up you do what you're told you get a paycheck every week or every two weeks it's like that's that one simple trick it's like you can make money every single day that wasn't always the case in human history jobs became like the trick right and that idea was was so normalized like you don't really actually see it as a trick anymore it's just the way things are done it's the norm the norm of the world a lot of the way that money works is like that it's like interest compound interest right having a bank account it, these things are so normal you don't really think of them as tricks anymore but at one time they were all revolutionary ideas but as soon as they were introduced they proliferated very quickly they're not scams <laughs> so yeah i think that the scams play a little bit on simple survival uh, portion of our brain where we're looking for not the easy way out but we're looking for um we're looking for opportunities there is a second element i think people listen to this new crop of fakes uh because we're programmed to think that someone else has the answers right so when we're 
at school, right, when we're at our job, the person that's in charge who's giving us the information, they may not even be able to implement that information. But we assume that they're an expert because they are the decider. They're the giver of the information. They're put in a place of authority and uh, coaches that can't do the actual work, fake gurus and college professors, they do this because they've built a social proof, right? Or an appeal to authority to say, I'm in this position because I've achieved this, or look at all my testimonials that I have. Look how much you've paid to be in this school. And I'm going to give you this information. And it's important because it's, and we're programmed to think that someone else has the answers and that they have to tell us to unlock what that trick is, right? What is that math equation? What's that next piece of information that's so important that if we don't know this thing, we're going to fail, we're going to flunk, we can't move forward, and our whole success hinges on it. When in reality, I really mean in reality, like outside of that bubble of, say, academics or this uh, kind of fake guru culture, there isn't an anointed person that has the information. Information is free. It's, it's there. It's like everywhere. There's too much information. If anything, it's very difficult to search YouTube and find uh, one answer one way or the other way. I mean, if you look how to blow up my social media, you're going to get 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 hours of content that you can watch. You go on Udemy, you can get a course for $15 that I guarantee you is as good or better than what these people are selling for their social media, right? Certainly for $27 or $37 or $49, you can get every little piece of information that's about Instagram or YouTube that you would ever possibly want or more video content than you could possibly ever watch. Um, courses are very high quality. But we've been taught that somebody else has this trick when in reality the trick is taking that information that's out there, filtering it, and actually applying it so we understand it. Because the power isn't in the content, the power is in the context, right? And we talk about this all the time. But we're programmed to think that someone else has this information, when in reality, the power of it is for you to deploy the information, to gain experience and understanding. That's where the power is. The power, this sounds cheesy, the power is in you, right? Power isn't external, it's internal. And once we can learn that skill, that autodidactic skill to go out, get information and become a self-learner and a doer and executor. We are then, we can become an entrepreneur. We can be self-reliant, self-motivated. We can get ourselves out of problems. We can grow, but we don't have to ever at every point just say like, well, I didn't learn that in school or I was never given that opportunity at work, whatever it is, and then turn and be like, oh man, I know I, I spent all this time in art school, but I could become a Forex trader. I don't need to follow this thing that I know everything about and really pursue my happiness and passion and dreams. Like I can trade foreign currency because there's a line that goes through this other squiggly line and I can make money. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing, but it's kind of how we were programmed. And that leads us into the third thing that I want to touch about that this is how I feel people fall for it is there's always this element of fragile ego in there is we all want to believe that we're special and we're unique. And there's a reason why we haven't hit it. We haven't hit that goal. We haven't done the thing. And it is an oversimplification 
but it is an appealing story to tell ourselves that, that there's a trick, right? We have all the pieces in place, but there's one trick. And if we know that trick and this person is the, the trick master or whatever, the trickster, uh, and they tell us this, this framework or this process or this, you know, this, whatever, we attend one more webinar, we get one more thing that that's going to be the piece that unlocks, uh, our potential. And it's so easy to stop our progress, stop trying to go as far as we can, because we think that there's going to be one trick that's going to make it. It is a very appealing, alluring story because it maintains like our specialness, like our uniqueness is like, we are millionaires in waiting, right? We're, we're geniuses in waiting. We're just ready that one little secret and then we'll lose all the weight. One little secret and then we'll get all the money. Or one little secret and we'll get into the perfect relationship and achieve happiness. It's simply not true and it's hard to discern because mentors and coaches are a real thing, right? Talking to somebody who's actually done what you're trying to do, it is like a shortcut, right? Because they can help you navigate through the waters. Just had a friend, a, a client do a pitch today. We were able to walk through their pitch deck and say, hey, here's the top three questions that somebody is going to ask, right, that aren't really in a pitch deck. Let's prep you for those answers. Let me move this around. Let's move this around. And now you pitch. I know how to do that because I've seen 1,000, 2,000 pitches. I've made some ridiculous amount of, of pitch decks, um, help people get money. But it's like there's there's not really any hype there. It's just it is what it is. It's like I can share with them as a coach like what we're doing, but there's no like actual simple trick. It's just they did the work. I coach them through a process of, you know, filling out here's how we get this piece of information. They still have to do it. Anytime that I see like there's like a magic key being turned or there's a way to like, you know, trick somebody with NLP or there's a there's no cheat mode, right? There's just like success mode. And you can turn success mode on by doing the work, asking people that really know what they're talking about, you know, getting feedback from people, actually setting your ego aside and digesting that feedback and improving. Like if you can just do the work and improve, that's kind of how the whole process functions. But it's hard to draw that, that line and say, okay, this is where that mentorship and that coaching and that good information is, and here's where that bad information is, and that's where the trickster information is. So I think that that's a, that's a challenge in and of itself. So if you want to mark that up as the fourth reason, I guess, why people fall for fake gurus, because it's, it's like the spectrum, right? There's like the most credible person on the planet, that, uh, and then there's the most incredible person in the planet. And there's some line in between, but I know when people have to tell you some hilarious story about themselves instead of saying how they're going to benefit you. I know that when somebody gives ridiculous earning potential to you instead of saying how hard it's going to be, I know when the price of it is extraordinarily high, but the engagement is extraordinarily low. I know when you see somebody and you're like, well, I know that they're hanging out with this other person and that other person's kind of a kind of a scammer too. So like there's a little association maybe, a little, little splash damage there. There's ways to think about it, but it is, um, it is difficult to discern on that spectrum because there's people 
that of course have more information than uh, than you might. And there's people that know how to do certain things. Like if I want to pick up a specific skill, like I want to learn how to use the new Photoshop and I buy a course on the new Photoshop, people aren't like driving a Lambo around saying I'm going to make $10,000 a day as a graphic designer. They're just like, here's how Photoshop works. Here's where the buttons work. Let's make this. Here's how to design a website. Here's how to design a flyer inside of Photoshop. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'll do this along with you. This person clearly knows how to use this. If I'm saying I'm going to show you how to to pitch an investor, like here's a pitch deck that people often use. Here are the questions that people ask. It's pretty clear, cut and dry. Um, but if it's like some big mystery and it's all like flash and crazy B-roll, I do love a good B-roll. You know, get those get those chills going. Some aerial drone shots and some epic music, and then then it's just me being like. And then this is how you do a Google search to find patent information. It's um, kind of a letdown, but it's, I, don't, I don't know. I, it's, all, it's all kind of an odd spectrum. But uh, what do you guys think? Who's your favorite fake guru? Uh, and I don't, I don't want to get too hard on formal education. I know I posted something funny on my Facebook. I thought it was funny. It's like, because um, it's kind of nerdy as well. Uh, of three gears interlocked, like three gears can't spin uh, and in any direction. One of the gears will block the other gears from moving. And it was like students, teachers, and parents. Uh, and it was in a gear in, inside the schoolhouse. And it was like, yeah, we're all working together. I was like, working perfectly together. Total gridlock, right? I don't want to get too hard on formal education because it's a system that I guess it's worked for a lot of people, right? It doesn't work for me. Um, it doesn't work for the things that I'm doing and the things that my clients want to do. Uh, it's really hard to build things that don't exist by going to college to learn the way that people did things 30 years ago or 20 years ago or five years ago. But I don't want to be too hard on them. Uh, weird college programs on entrepreneurship aside, like what's your favorite uh, fake guru? I think my my favorite one has got to be OG shiny red suit Dan Locke. I, th- I think that that's just my favorite one. It's so ludicrous for somebody that can barely complete a sentence to say that he, he's a, a copywriter. It's just so it's so awesome. I, I love it. I, I love all his content. It's phenomenal. He borrows it from other people. It's just it's just great. Uh, you know, is it like the fake startup gurus or bankers posed as you know startup investors posed as innovators? Is it the uh, corporate kind of blowhards that predicting the future or predicting the present? Is it just like, you know, the Forex traders and the scammers on Instagram? I mean, I love, I love them all. Right. But who are are your favorites? Let let me know, comment down below. Um, But if you are stuck at home and you know, you're thinking like I had to return to the office, would I even want to? It's not like a bad idea to just go out and start looking at what else we can do. Right. But instead of just saying, how can I make money online and doing that search, just spend the time thinking about what you want to achieve in your life, what a good life, what a fulfilled life would look like. And think about people that you'd really want to work with like or work for. Who do you like to serve? And just start thinking about the things that suck in their life, what problems that they have. Start coming up with ideas around there, right? 
there's always a way to make money, whether it's online or in person. Once you kind of know what you're up to, what you're all about, what your foundation is. Once you know that foundation, you can kind of, you can build products, you can build a business. And uh, it's really hard to scam, like to fall for a scam when you're coming from that point of like, I actually want to build something that adds a ton of value that really helps people. So I, I don't know, it's, it's not a bad compulsion to think how to make money and to protect, you know, protect your family, make a couple extra bucks, put it away, save money. But for the love of God, do not just go on YouTube and search for how to make money online unless, unless you have some free time and you want, you want some laughs. Okay, but this, is, uh, this has been End Hype. If, uh, if you had fun, you got some information, uh, you like this, smash the thumbs up button. If you got value from this, or from any of the other episodes, share it out. Share with a friend. Tell a friend about it. And if you have a problem, you have an obstacle, you have a challenge that if uh, answered would unlock the next level for you, just message me. That's how we get the content each week. That's how we make the content for the live streams that we're putting out every Thursday at 5 p.m., pretty much every social channel imaginable. Message me. I'll either make a episode about it or we'll bring on an expert and we'll talk about it. Yeah, that's really all I care about. I'm just doing this for fun and to get real actual information to people and have actual honest dialogue about the things that I'm thinking, the things that I'm doing, the things that I've learned uh, through getting punched in the face a million times. So yeah, please share it out. That's how we grow. I'm not really trying to spend a huge ad budget on my podcast or my YouTube channel. So uh, Let's grow. Let's let's do it. But uh, this has been End Hype. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.